Mango Mustache Media. L-A-S. One Word Stories with Alex Schulte is brought to you by... Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your Dungeon Master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing her. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. of One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte, and this is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Uh, Today, I'm joined by one of my oldest friends of all time. I'm so happy to have her here in the studio, but before I introduce her, I do have to tell you that this show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, and to support our rad tad little team and the other local creators that are a part of the LAS Podcast Network, please feel free to subscribe to LAS Plus. For $10 a month, you can can help support local. You'll get bonus ad-free episodes. You'll get bonus content. um, And you'll get exclusive uh, um, uh, sales for for tickets that will be going on sale for LAS Live. And there's merch. And also, you won't get that rash that everyone has that doesn't subscribe to LAS Plus. Is that why I've been having this rash? Alex? Yeah, you need to you need to oh you need to subscribe for ten bucks a month, and we'll get rid of that rash. I promise. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my co-host Jake Trumper. Hi, Jake. Hi, Alex. He was sitting out in the in the producer uh, seat today because Logan is being a dad. He's doing baby stuff. Jake's producing once again. Yeah. yeah. So today, it's someone a, help me. It's a wild card episode. Oh boy. We don't know what's gonna uh, happen. Who knows? All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put off introducing my guest no longer. Okay. You can maybe hear her say, "Oh, okay." She's like, "No, I need to be introduced right now." Um. So, without any further ado, my guest today is Broadway star. Um, <laughs> wonderful friend who ditched me when I had the chicken pox. And all around, one of my favorite people on the planet. 
It's Catherine Blades. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hold on. Am I supposed to say hi now? Jake, what's going on? She started talking, so then I didn't play because I panicked because oh. you said don't. So I do this. Just oh. play. Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah I need I'm to play so your sorry. Side. No, it's okay. I it's missed okay. my cue. I, I panicked as the cue. producer. I should be taking charge. Catherine <laughs> Blades. <laughs> Hi, Catherine. I say hi now. You say hi now. Hi. Welcome to the show. Welcome to me to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Kath, so we got to be honest here. The only reason you're on this show is you asked. I did. It was pathetic. It was. Yeah. I, I groveled. Uh, yeah. I pitied you. Yeah. Thank and you. And I'm having you Taking on. a little pity on me. You're always someone I've wanted to have on this show. Well, and then what so the heck? You, Why did I have to text you in like the I middle was, of the night when I, like... I was building up to it. Okay. It was a, it was a moment for me, but you jumped the gun you're like hey let me on your show yeah because we have very mutual childhood friends right the nick barker thing nick I barker that we and, both we mm-hmm. both know each other yeah almost through him yeah I not think really so. i think we know each other more through our parents mm-hmm. because all of the four of us <laughs> nick barker jackson bartleby mm-hmm. you and me all know each other through yeah, our parents being Ninja Turtles. friends oh which one are you um i'm definitely well, okay. Raphael. i liked i can never remember the song but it goes teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in a half shell turtle power leonardo leads donatello does machines Raphael's cool but rude that's you michelangelo is a party dude i want to be the leader i think because i'm the girl so you're um um, Leonardo. Leonardo with the and two then swords. You're the I'm Raphael. I'm dick. cool but rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also just because I just like red. Oh. And that was always yeah. my well, the only reason yeah, I like. Yeah, we used to do Power Rangers too. Yep. Yeah. Were you the red, red? Red Power Ranger was always my favorite. Oh, I was always the pink one. Yeah. 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 God, my first crush of my was entire life Yellow? was the Pink Ranger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kimberly. Kimberly, yeah. Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Played by. You know who? Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, Amy Joseph. I don't remember. I don't know. My middle name is definitely not Joseph. My first crush was the Fox Robin Hood. You know that Disney character? Yes. That Disney character. That is a cute cartoon. But it's not really that, though, either. Maybe it's also the swag. He's very swag, swaggy. He's he's suave. Suave. Yeah, there you go. Um, Yeah, he's kind of hot. I guess I had a big crush on Jasmine from Mm -hmm. Aladdin. Yeah, typical. Yeah, yeah. Cliche. I'm, I'm I like the Fox cartoon. Uh, okay. So and now, Catherine, I don't want to freak you out, but there was something in your writer. You uh-huh. said, you said, <gasps> I'm only the doing only this. way that this can happen is if it to to Mariah Carey's "I Need Green M and M's," to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel's like <laughs> yellow teddy bears all over the room. <laughs> your writer was having Jackson Bartleby, aka Jackson Parker, here. Uh, in the studio, and who's he's over Jack over Jake's shoulder right now? Jackson, hi! Oh, hello! Hi, Jacksonian five five five. Sure, come on in and have a okay. seat. Oh, okay, in. yeah, come in. Oh, this is this is great for the producer who's under trained to yes. now add another voice into uh, the episode. I can definitely no, I can do this. I can get this. Here, wait, no, just pause it for one second. We're gonna we're gonna get Jackson on a mic, and then we're gonna be back in literally a second to you, listener. Wow, look at that, and we're already back. It's like we have magical superpowers. Uh, Jackson, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, thank you. You I'm were here. just on it. You, you were you just were, on I it. I just listened to your episode. Oh, really? About gaming, and you know what? You guys are very good storytellers because I don't give a 
shit about gaming. You can curse <laughs> on the show. It's okay. okay, I know. I just well, I don't know. My parents probably are gonna be like, Kathy, you said a lot of bad words. Cat? They call you Kathy? Kathy, C A F F Y. Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. Does it have, Does that have anything to do with your with your coffee intake? No, I don't think I don't think so. Because okay. they called it me that when I was two. Kathy. I wasn't drinking. But coffee anyway, yet, so too. so tell me more about how good of a storyteller I am. You, well, I was, I was saying we <laughs> both were. Oh, thank you. I but, appreciate. But um, yeah, I listened to the whole thing and I was entertained, even though I, you know, PlayStation. I, though I do like Karaoke Revolution, and you mm-hmm. didn't talk about that. Oh, I loved Karaoke we Revolution. I remember well, playing that in look, your living room. Yes, we played that look, all the time. The show is not about like it's every episode. The topic today, which we haven't even gotten into yeah. yet, is not for people for only people who have this thing. Yeah. Um. It's it's. These all affect us all, you right. know. And the gaming episode was really about just the magic of getting something. Yeah, yeah. right. Yes, like, and I, yeah. Oh, ow. Waking up, <laughs> there goes Catherine's knee. Um, waking up on like Christmas morning to exactly. a console and, yes. is one of those insanely cool feelings well, that you cannot replicate as an adult. Right. Well, yeah. No. It's. I haven't been able to replicate it yet. Have you? Well, you need to get blackout drunk and then order something you don't remember ordering. Right. Oh, yep. But and then I've... you're like, oh, surprise, I got a PS5. <laughs> I'm too old to be doing that now, too, but who knows? You know, well, it's, it's bound to happen tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so today's episode is about something that I think all of us have struggled with at some point or, or will in the future. Well, I guess, okay, so you know what? Just bring in Al Batkurt, Jake. We're going we're gonna to intro this word. You guys are Today's word is fear. <laughs> um, it's not just fear. No, because fear exists all the time. I it, mean, there's no clowns, right? I mean, yeah. I, is that your fear? Uh, it can be. It depends on the clown. I, guess. I was listening to the podcast about John Wayne Gacy. That's that a clown. He was a clown, not a very good. clown. No bad clown, but mm. murderer. Oh, murder really? clown. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, know, I don't the know the story guy about from John Iowa Gacy. who literally yeah, like, murdered people oh, and buried them in his yes. basement. In his house. Yeah. He, yeah, anyways. Yeah, this is not about So him, this episode so. is about John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the thing we talked about, though, before you got here, Catherine, and Jackson being on the mic right now is actually one of those things like, everything's a gift. We weren't even planning on this happening, but here he is. Yeah. So you get to because chime I in now, too. Because I had a fear of being on this podcast. I don't know. Wait, I really? Well, I was more nervous just because I... Love podcasting, and yeah. I don't know. I've never done it. Oh, really? Uh, no, I've never done this. Well, I'm and, so glad you said yes. I'm well, so I'm glad so you glad asked. I asked. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm right. glad you said yes. Of course, of course. <laughs> so the thing that we talked about before you came onto the show, though, was our fear of peaking or mm-hmm. having peaked, mm-hmm. right? So we've all had success at this up until this point in our lives. Yeah. And I think because of COVID or whatever else, I think some of us are on more of a, a lull in in our day-to-day schedules, but that doesn't right. necessarily mean that we're failing at anything. Right. So to go through it, Catherine, you've been on Broadway. You yes. were on in Bye Bye Birdie with John Stamos mm-hmm. on Broadway for uh, well, how was, long? It was a, it was always meant to be a limited run. Um so uh, it was my senior year of high school. And we began rehearsals in July of 2009. And then the show was to open. We started previews in September 2009. And it was supposed to only go till January 2010. And then people were coming. It was doing well. They wanted to see John Stamos. So like, surprise, we're going to extend it. Everyone was happy. We got new contracts. We thought it was going to go another year maybe. And then they called us in 
in November and they're like, actually, no, we're going to, we're going to close. And I'm mm. um, very sad and disappointing. It was, it was a short run, but, um, is it because John was ready to move on? Yeah, and they couldn't find anyone to replace him. I, I saw you think. in that show. Oh. You did. Did I you did. see me play the I part? did. I saw it twice. You as the lead and yeah. you not as the That's lead. That's right. You guys <sighs> were there. Mm-hmm. That is wild that you got to play the lead. Yeah. It was and great. It's funny because they were in town and my mom had literally flown home, I think, that morning. Yep. And she never got to see me play Kim, who <gasps> I understudied. And she oh. was in the Chicago airport on her layover and I called her and I'm like, guess what? Oh. I'm going on. And oh. she was so upset I, yeah i gotta say as great as john stamos is yeah. john stamos if you're listening you're wonderful um the person who really <laughs> stole the show for me though was bill irwin oh my god incredible he's bill coming irwin? to hancher is he yes he's um he's an actor you'd know him as cindy lou who's dad in the grinch yes oh yeah. with jim carrey and he he's like a professional speaking of clowning yeah like he's an actual not paint face but physical physical actor. acting clowning aren't, aren't and most clowns not paint on the face well, yes. yes but when you think of scary fear of clowns you're not thinking of, of bill <laughs> irwin you're thinking of uh you know john wayne gacy what bozo yeah. <laughs> yes that too right yeah. right but um yeah he was uh, amazing so, his physical so comedy yeah. is so good he was and, always on yeah. always on yep Hmm. He was. He was really, and he was everyone. Than, uh, better than, yeah. Better than Catherine, huh, Jackson? Yeah, well, that's okay. No, I mean, no. I knew Catherine was going to be okay. great. No, I was so nervous. You were great. No fear. Oh my god, you I were was great. Nervous. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of fear, what was that like going on Broadway for the first time as the lead in a show? Right. It was, um, kind of. You kind of just black out. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> say that you yeah. don't really can't. You can't. I mean, it's physically. Yeah. It, you are so. There's so many things going on, and you have to remember so many things. And um, yeah, it was it was fun, but I don't really remember it very sure, much. Sure, sure. That's, that's a sign of good acting, though. Oh, like uh-huh. theater yeah. acting, right? Yeah. Once when, when you're in the moment, and you never remember the moment afterwards. No, I'm not sure if that hmm. was it. I was just like, I can't, I can't think about this. But like, exactly, too much. It, it forced you to be in there, right? And not think yeah. about, oh, I should have done this differently or whatever. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah, it Very forced true. you in the moment. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I mean, in, in hindsight, you don't think, you, you didn't trip on stage, you didn't say the wrong words. No, no. I mean, I've forgotten, not in that part, but like I've... We um, all have. One time I, I choked on my, like I went in, I took a breath to sing and I choked on my spit and it, I, I couldn't get anything out. Oh. And I had one, one yeah. line the to worst. sing. One line to sing, and it didn't come out. And I was like, and <sighs> and I just told people at the stage, where, yeah, my mic cut out or something. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Sorry, sound person. They were great, but um, yeah, Some, my mic cut out. You know what, out. though? Sometimes, similar to the kitchen and a waiting job, the 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 tech guys just kind of have to take the fall for us sometimes, right. okay? Because yeah. their face isn't on the thing. Yeah, they don't have to be <laughs> embarrassed. Right, I right. So, I cried. The I nameless, got. the nameless tech person, um, yeah. messed up. Don't worry about. Well, his... yeah, just cut out for a second. Sometimes that happens in Wasn't theater. It, the sound, sound is hard. Wasn't yes. even his fault. It was no. a technical difficulty. Yeah, the yeah. mic just hopped. things happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're talking about the fear of of having done these things and not ever reaching that fulfillment again right so um um just to get into like where i'm at with this so we're not just like grilling Catherine about like (laughs) tell us about only about your fear of peaking is jackson and i had had a great experience by being able to co-host a radio show on z102.9 and that was a that was a big 
I was. It was high moment for our lives, for the sure. The night show, yep. The night show. And and then COVID happened, and then we were among many layoffs that, mm-hmm. that ensued um, from the radio station that happened, you know? And and I remember being like, you know, when that was happening, when I had that job, I was like, okay, great. I got to figure it out. We, mm-hmm. we got, we've got, I've got my career. Yep. You know, my, my dad did it for 30 years. Yeah. I was thinking. Do you think that made you more comfortable there, thinking that, like, they wouldn't, fire you because of that or no I thought they wouldn't fire me because I was really good at my okay. job well that's true too. you know and and yes and I think I was really good at my job because I grew up grew watching up, my yeah. dad be really good at his job yeah and and then I had one of my best friends Jackson who as my co-host oh. and <laughs> we and instead of having to build a um um rapport rapport thank you, you we finish, finish each other's, other's sandwiches. sandwiches yes um <laughs> Yeah, so we, we, day one, we already knew what the show kind of was yeah. because we knew what we were up until that point. And we had a band together with Running in Place already, so like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like we hadn't been doing theater or Did show choir. Did you guys choir. get sick of right. each other? No. no. Uh, honestly. <laughs> Even like to this day, I mean, we still see each other all, very often. All yeah. the time. You yeah. know, before it was everything. It was we were living together. Yeah. We uh, were doing, we were working that job together. We were in two bands together. Yep. We were in How's Your Sister and- um, How's Your Sister. She just pointed to Jake. There's no camera. They can't see that you pointed at me. <laughs> so, so the funny thing is, uh, before the show, we were talking about how Jake has a very pretty sister, <laughs> who just who just turned eighteen. Well, oh, Alex. Okay. Alex was talking about it. Okay, but she's. It's like a really pretty woman with Jake's face. <laughs> uh, is she gonna like? Like, she gonna be? <laughs> what is she? Gonna Which think I'm about sure that? is a very. But she's it, not gonna listen to this okay. episode. So it's okay. And, uh, it's really. It's one of those things that I think. Only is is off putting to me because I'm so close to you. But you say it mostly to bother him. And, I, and yes. it's really funny how it gets under no, Jake's yeah. it gets, skin. It makes me so angry. I don't know why because you're not the only one who said that. My friend Everett, who's a very literally you and Everett are two of my closest friends. Both of you, your sister's really pretty, but she has your face. So the <laughs> fact that two people I'm close to both said that, I'm like, <gasps> just just so you know, the only ugly part about you guys. <laughs> All the Trumpers, by the way, is your faces. <laughs> now you're you're you've got a beautiful family, Jake. Uh, that's actually my biggest fear of peaking is I think I peaked physically and looks wise in high school, right. uh, my senior year of high school, because I was working out, doing all that. So real quick, just chiming in what I think my peak. No, was. that's good. That was my peak and my it fear. Definitely wasn't. I think you're way more attractive now. Uh, I think I'm a lot <laughs> uglier and a lot bigger, and I don't have muscle anymore. So well, that can come back, legs. but I also think you're a better human. That, see these. Uh, these you're are on see, the inside. Uh, I mean, you're and, ugly on the outside, and, but pretty on the inside and the outside, Thanks, dude. Guys. You're, you're beautiful. You Thank are a very you. good looking man. Thank you. Um. So. Enough about Jake. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we were, yeah, we lost that job and it was like, what What do we do next? What oh, do yeah. we do now? Okay, great. So we started doing a podcast out of your old bedroom in my office yep. is what it turned into. Um, and then that kind of fell off and we didn't really know what yeah. we were doing and now we're here. But I mean, even before that, you had a very successful theater career. Yeah, you yeah. guys didn't talk about that at all. Oh, yeah, I uh, did, I mean, right out of college, I started doing a bunch of regional shows and then did a national tour. And Peter Pan. Then was like... Jackson played Smeeg. Yeah, 360. I was Smee, and then I was like, I'm did done. Did you say Smeeg? I thought it was Smeeg. No. no. That sounds like Smeagol. You know it's between Smog. That's 100% why I thought it was Smeeg. Is that Lord of the Rings? It's because of Lord of the Rings. Okay, never seen it. Oh, that's so funny. It's Yeah. It's Smee, not Smeagol? It's Smee. 
Or not Smeag, sorry. Yeah. I, know it's not, I know it's not Smeagol. Uh, there are two characters, Smeagol. Smeagol and- is the is uh, the the split personality with Gollum. Precious. Yes, Go- Gollum. That one. Yes. Uh, it's okay. the same, one and the same. They're making a video game about him. It looks terrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. My my big fear in that show, actually, because I played Smee, but I also was the puppeteer for this big Nana puppet, which is their dog. Mm-hmm. The, the oh. big German the Darling's Shepherd. Dog. The Darling's dog. So you weren't just a guy on all fours? No, no. I had like this massive puppet. I have pictures, but that's not going to help the listener. Um, I can show it to <laughs> you later. Describe them to me. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, I, they put me in like a tux, and then I had this massive thing that was uh, on its hind legs was Probably as tall as I am. Okay. And I had to like run it around and wiggle its butt, like make the tail do the thing. And I had a trigger that when I pulled it, its mouth would open. Oh, weird. But. Kind of like, when, remember those toys with like the T-Rex mouth yes, on it? Yes, of course. And, and it was like uh, the reacher grabbers. Yeah, you grab something, yep. And I had a, a thumb like string that I could pull that would make its ears move. So I could do the thing like so where dogs bay. Yeah. yeah. So it was, all you know, all, and I had to like make it breathe and do this whole thing. And it was great, except they didn't have a bark sound. So I had to bark physically. Oh, man. Every show. You, you have to. 11 shows. It was like this. Whoa. Oh, that must oh, hurt here, let's It hurts. Yeah, thank you. Do, this, do it again. <laughs> it hurts my throat a yeah. lot. It's kind of the same as screaming. I had to do it for 11, 12 shows that a week. It was cords. destroying. I, I thought I was never going to sing again. Really? Yeah. I thought I was like, because I had to sing in the show, too, yeah. and my range died and yeah. my voice died and i was like well that's it my i will never sing again right and uh Adele had to luckily have it didn't happen chord reconstruction mm-hmm. yeah. and so you know like julie andrews mm-hmm. did and that ruined her voice she never could really sing after that it oh, went really? wrong yep. mm-hmm. oh that's a shame yeah. i didn't know that first thing i did when i got home is i went to a throat doctor and i was like and you am to i put fried the thing up your nose yep. down oh i was like am worst. i fried and he's like no you're good it's like oh thank god yeah wow um, but that yeah that was my big fear from that show moving forward as I was like, I'm, that's it. I'm yeah. never singing again. And then you just kind of trained your voice back in. And yeah. Now it's, yeah. Then yeah, it, just, you know. it came back. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I went wow. through a couple, about a year where I thought I was losing my voice for some reason. It was, was it after the show? Yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was a few years after the show and I just couldn't really sing. I think it was a lot of it was mental, though. Oh I, yeah, I had had some auditions where I was nervous, and I kind of, I just, it didn't go well. And I, and I was my singing was not what I thought it could be, or I knew it could be, and it was, mm-hmm. it was just not coming out. And so I just mentally was in this space of like, I, I can't sing. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I, my, you know, my vocal cords. I went to a a doctor, I mm-hmm. stuck the video down my nose into my throat. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gnarly. Do you have the picture still? I do. Oh, yeah. I'll oh, bet. yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. My vocal <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember my brother swallowed a quarter one time Ooh. and they had to stick that in there. So we've still uh-huh. got the pictures of the quarter. Of the quarter. And the quarter. <laughs> yeah. Have the quarter. Do you have what? the quarter framed? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Little... <laughs> yeah. So uh, the thing is, he was he walked up to me when we were like five years old and he, go, and he had this big lisp. So we go with Alex, I'm going to make this penny disappear <laughs> and he put it in his mouth and swallowed it this penny he said penny okay for the record so then he's like i'm gonna make this penny disappear you know he starts choking so my dad rushes out of their bedroom sticks his finger down his throat to like try to dig it out and then pushes it down yeah. further so then we go into the emergency room they stick the thing down his up his nose down his throat and they take a picture of it and the doctor the doctor goes um he pulls out he takes the coins out of his pocket he pulls out a bunch of different coins he goes hey 
which penny did you swallow? And he points to the quarter. <laughs> and and uh, and then they take the pictures and they pull it out and they're like, yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like he swallowed Tennessee. Oh, because yeah. It had the, I was going to ask, did it have a stain right, on it? Right, yeah. So this yeah. is back when everyone was collecting yes. all the different quarters. Oh, with the, yep. So so he, I think I, I might be wrong on that. I, okay. On well, the exact state, but yeah. No one's going to right. know. Well, my parents know and, and so does he, so. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyway. Fear of peaking. How are you guys feeling after those things are done now that you're, you know, we're, we're 30 now or 29? Yeah. Um, and, um, you know. It, yeah, it was, it's it, funny is that. There, is there good stuff waiting for you in your life or are you oh, done? God, I hope so. I know so. I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> okay. um, well, I mean, geez, but, that's like very dark. What if I was like, no, that, well, I don't think so. I know your answer is <laughs> yes. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that th- that's the thing. I only ask that because I know that your life is going to keep skyrocketing up. You're just one of those people who has um, a community behind you, and and you're just surrounded by people who believe in what you do because you do it so well. You're right. such a great voice actor. You're such an amazing singer. You have an incredible stage presence, and you're a delight to work with. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> well, no, for real. No, but no thank you. So, I, really, I don't see, I don't see you ever struggling to find work for the rest of your life. I hope so. I, I was, yeah. The last few years I was in New York, I don't think I was very happy, and that probably also affected uh, auditions and getting jobs. I just wasn't. Yeah. I didn't really believe in myself. I don't know. I lost confidence in that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I went, I went to school for a little while and I don't think that was the right environment for me Mm. at the time. Um, I, and I was coming off a Broadway show right after and I thought I had to be like really good and people had to be impressed by me and it just hindered my like education Mm. and I just don't think Mm -hmm. that, that. I don't, I don't know what would have been the right move, um, but yeah, it was it was hard, and I... I mean, I think whatever move you made was the right move. Right, well, because I can't take it back, but... But, like, for real, I mean, I, I, you have to keep growing as a yeah, person, and that's sure. and I learned what you've done. From that, and I know, you know, I can kind of pinpoint where I started to feel a certain way about things, and, and now I'm... I, I would never give up theater I don't think I always want to do theater but I'm huh. I'm going back to school uh and at University of Iowa and I'm the oldest person in all my classes but nobody knows because I don't look <laughs> that old <laughs> I probably look about their age and yeah my, my dad was like we should get you a fake ID but like for a 22 <laughs> so I can be the weird person that they you know and then when you get called on it you're like okay fine here's my real one right and then they're all gonna be like you're 30 ew, ew. Gross. You, you thought you were 22 um where was I going with this um I mean it's yeah, really just, just comes down path to and and right I I don't want to like stray away from theater ever because that's what I love and Mm -hmm. it makes me so happy I hated auditioning for it I was auditions are the worst yeah I fucking hate auditions I liked movie like in tv auditions because it was really kind of like this we're talking and it was not there was no singing and that was the main thing (laughs) and I like singing and I think I'm a, a pretty good singer but in auditions I was a terrible singer for a while right and it just perpetuated itself so it's very interesting to me, the I, I won't give up theater, because I had the opposite 
reaction. Mine, I didn't, I mean, I did lose a little confidence in myself, but what I really lost was just over time, I just lost confidence in theater. Really? And it, which is so weird because I love theater. I mean, I still appreciate theater, Mm -hmm. but the drive that I had to do it has just like evaporated. Super weird. My whole life growing up, I mean, I knew this is, this is what I wanted to do. I mean, yeah, yeah, we did it together. We wrote a musical together. We we did. We were in fifth grade yep. called Different People. Yep. What? Um, yep. Jackson refused to sing. I we have did. the VHS. Yep. Oh, right. Jackson um, didn't it's sing. It's on DVD in... now, too. Ja- oh, yeah. Your mom oh. converted it. Jackson yeah. hasn't didn't start singing until he was like in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Which is amazing. Yeah. In West Side Story. West Side Story. I was riff at McKinley Middle School. Oh, Middle yeah. Whole history. Um, oh, my gosh. By a side note, I wanted to audition. I So I didn't audition for that show because I was hanging out with jerks who were calling me the F word for oh. doing theater. and. <gasps> Not the fuck word, no, the I other F word. Way worse. Wait, way worse. You played Riff? I did. <laughs> Didn't Lincoln play Riff Lincoln, well? my little brother Lincoln also played he Riff. Played riff when when he I was... was in high school with him, yep. he also played Riff. Yep. Were you Weird. in it? I was in it too, yeah, but I, I was, I was, I think the character's name, Big Deal, yeah. doesn't matter. I An important that. character. Yeah, he, Riff, he fights, he's the first one who fights. He's, uh, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. Or is but, that, maybe that's Action. No, Action. Action's the first one who fights. Anyways. Okay, you both played Riff. Sorry, let's go. I I just wanted to throw that in that like it's funny that brothers over time. Yeah, go ahead and tell your very tragic story, Alex. Sorry about that. Bing Thanks, bong. Jake. I I've really been quiet this whole time. Thank you very much. It's, I don't. I don't have a problem with you talking. How dare you speak, Jake? Um. So yeah, I yeah. wasn't doing shows because uh, friends were calling me gay for doing theater for doing show choir, and then I went to Mr. Griffin, our um, choir director at McKinley Middle School and I, the day after auditions and I was like hey I want to audition for the show and he goes auditions are over um, you, you can't audition we, we've already you, you can audition only if you want to be in the choir in the chorus and I was like no I only want to audition if I can get a lead part and he goes well then you can't be in the show I was like okay and then I walked away and then like I think I really tainted his I, his vision view. of me view of me mm-hmm. in that moment because I, he he didn't he wasn't particularly fond of my entire class. Mm-hmm. They didn't really respect the space, and there was one time he even threatened. He was like, "All right, if this if you guys don't stop doing so and so or whatever you're doing that's annoying, then I'm going to take away all solos from your class for the rest of the year." Give them to the seventh graders. Yep, and that only mattered to like me and one other kid. And then, but so the class didn't care, so they kept doing the stuff. So then he did it. He's like, "All right, take away the solos," and then none of us got to sing solos for oh, no. a, a whole year. Aww. And dude, that sucked. I sucked a lot because yeah. I really liked singing you, a lot, yeah. <laughs> and and I really wanted to sing solos and get them and stuff. So, but it was my own fault for not, you know, going to the audition. Kind of, but I, got, I understand I got, why that would have happened, and was very affected by the peer are, pressure. I I hope I think kids aren't like that anymore. Like in this this day and with. I mean, I teach theater now at Washington High School. Yeah. Like after school, I, well, I coach speech. Oh, yeah. And 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 it is. I'm only seeing the theater kids, to be honest. So I don't really know, but it seems like it's not that anymore. Yeah. Um, people are much more open about um, fluidity with gender. Right, because that's yeah. It's that's just yeah. we're living in a different time. Oh yeah, exactly. It's it is wild because I definitely thought you know back in 2009 when I was graduating high school that we made it. Yep. The president's mm-hmm. black. Right. Gay marriage is legal. What right. what's left to do? 
so progressive. There was a lot left to there's do. There's a lot left to do. Still, you know, yeah. and there still remains but to be a lot left to do. But it is hopeful to see that kids are not bullying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, God, I don't know. I could be wrong. Because it's oh. definitely a thing. Chiming, it is a thing. Chiming it, I have three younger sisters. In uh, One just got out of elementary school. One just got out of middle school. And one just got out of high school. Uh, bullying is still... My sister actually is getting bullied for the same reasons I was getting bullied really? in middle school. Is it because um, she has your face? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's the youngest one, the uh, 10-year-old. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to put her on the spot. But me and her growing up, we were attention seekers. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to learn not all attention is good attention. So she actually gets bullied for being like a ginger and for being loud. Mm. Um, so it, it's still... I, I think there will always be oh, yes. bullying oh, yeah. and a very similar thing. But I think bullying targets has been different. Because like I was getting called the F word in middle school, a bunch right. of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She's not being called those things exactly. So it has become less offensive, but it's still Is she exists. being called Chugi? No, she's <laughs> yeah, just being right. called. What, what is that? Uh, what is okay, that? so Chugi is what it's, like uh, it's on, Gen... Wait, what's what's the one below? Gen Z. Gen Z oh, is calling millennials. Yeah. Well, it's so, just yeah. things like that are That's not chuggy. stylish or things that were stylish in the late two thousands. Something like that. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So, um, uh, what was really stylish for us as, as like what was what were the feelies? So, oh, those are cool. Heelys those are cool. Are cool. Those, those aren't. Ch- Heelys are still cool, but like. Cargo pants? Are those yeah, chuggy? Yeah, those are chuggy. You're chuggy if you're doing that, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I got rid of my cargo pants long ago. Skinny jeans. So that's something. But that... like really skinny jeans, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Jinko jeans would be pre chuggy then. Jinko <laughs> jeans are back. Are they? What are Jinko yeah. jeans? The, 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 the jean pant leg that's like each one is like Super a dress. Super out. They're oh, sh- the I, leg is flare. huge. Yeah, but like big flare, like that the the it's, heavy metal kids wore. Yeah, yeah. and they okay. got chains hanging from the side of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those oh, are oh, jeans. Yes. Oh, very like oh. hot topic jeans. Oh yeah, okay. I would say, right? Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, hot, I, hot topic. Haven't kind been to of, hot topic in a minute. It was hot topic was more. Well, I guess at that time it was it was pretty much that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't want to get too off topic here. <laughs> I really want us to, to kind of spill the beans here a little bit on our own insecurities. Mm -hmm. But I think we should really dive into that in a couple minutes here. Let's send this to break, okay? Mm -hmm. When we come back, I'm going to grill you, mainly Catherine, because you're our our guest, (laughs) and (laughs) partly I'm going to grill you, Jackson, about... You will try. ...peaking and the fear of peaking. um, And and hopefully we've got some better things in store for us in our lives in the years of head. But I guess we'll just see where our heads are at. I'm sorry, did you say years of head? Years, uh, no, I did, years I had. Okay, there it is. Gets your head out of the gutter there. Yes, I'm just saying what I heard. We'll okay, be back in two minutes. Okay, bye. One Word Stories with Alex Schulte is brought to you by... hi old friends, Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! <laughs> I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. 
I love you all. Some more than others. L-A-S. Hey, Logan. How's it going? Hey, Brian. Why do you look so sad? I'm just sad because I, well, I found out that there's no local fantasy football podcast for the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City Corridor. Well, Logan, you know what? Let's change that. How? Well, we can make a podcast about fantasy football locally. Let's do it. We'll call it Playoff Bound Fantasy Football! Yeah! I'm Brian. And I'm Logan. And we got a new podcast all about fantasy football that you should listen to. It's called Playoff Bound Fantasy Football, and it's going to be the premier place to hang out every single week and talk fantasy football locally right here in the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City Corridor. Every week we're going to come to you with news around the league and give you advice about your starters. There's a bazillion fantasy football podcasts out there, right? Why listen to ours? This is going to be a place for us to hang out, share stories, insights, advice, laughter, suffer through losses together. It's going to be your fantasy football community. That's what we want to create. Do you have a player that just got injured? We'll tell you if you should drop him or not. Do you have a player that somebody's trying to trade for? Maybe we'll answer an email or two and tell you if you should trade him or not. Did you get really angry this past Sunday and throw your phone out a window? That's on you. (laughs) You you messed up. Yeah. All right, calm down. So if you want to hear strategies and laugh with us, come listen. It's going to be a great time, but here's what I really want you to know. Playoff Bound Fantasy Football is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Football season's just around the corner, Logan. I know. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Let's get to the playoffs together. Let's do it. On the count of three. One, two, three, four. What? What? Oh, I thought we were just counting. Nice. L-A-S. Welcome on back in. The water's fine. Jump on with us. Uh, this is One Word Stories. The show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. I am, of course, joined by a special guest, Catherine Blades, and just as special of a person. Aw, thanks. But we, he was my guest two weeks ago, yeah, so he's, he's just really along cool. for the ride today. It's Jackson Parker. I'm vibing. Um, so is that your stage name? It is. Because it's my middle name. I know, I know that. Yeah. So his name's Jackson Bartleby, but I, I don't want to like get into the habit of having to say this every time we introduce you. Yeah. Because that's a dangerous slope. Or Slippery to get, slope. Yeah. You know, this is Jackson Parker, whose actual name is Jackson Bartleby. But on stage, we call him Jackson. It takes away all the, all the the the, the mystery of. Well, it takes away all the coolness of just. I'm just Jackson Parker. Okay. Yeah, coolness is a word for it. You don't have to be Jackson Parker, but. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be? Jackson Parker's butts. But. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I like that. All two of them. Uh, so we're you talking. have two butts? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> doesn't everybody? So we're talking about the fear of peaking right now. And, and one thing that I want to bring up is broadcasting to the world or not when something in your life ends. 
Uh-huh. Okay. So, for instance, when I when I got laid off from the radio station, yeah. I never made a post about it. I just kind of let anybody who cared figure it out on their own. Right. I didn't I wasn't like, "Hey everybody, just so you know, this is no I'm no longer the night show host. Um I'm now going to be playing a lot of Final I'm Fantasy playing. in my basement." Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, it, it there was never an announcement. And I actually always thought about I was always wondering how to make that post. Mm-hmm. What should I make a video to uh, advertise the next stage of my life to be like, hey, I'm making a podcast now called I Can't Stop Talking. Or Yeah, I Can't Stop Talking with Jackson and Jake. And that's the podcast we were doing before the LAS Podcast Network started. But but I was trying to figure out the right way and if I ever wanted to, right. and I never got around to it. It was one of those things I pushed off and pushed off. And then it was too late. Until I'm here, and then I randomly get messages be like, hey, why aren't you on the radio? I'm like, man, you haven't listened to the radio in a year and a half, for one. And, which is kind of normal, I think, these days. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just one of those things that I was not super proud to announce. Right. You know, and it's, similar to the fact, and I don't want to, I, I hope I'm not calling you out here, but I didn't know that you moved back to Cedar Rapids, Catherine. Well, I didn't know that I moved back to Cedar Rapids either. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm still like, yeah, I, living here i didn't move back that's a very you have a you you have a apartment here she moved house. forward you have a house here well i'm renting a house with and i have a furniture dog. of your own i have a lot of vintage furniture i've started a collection so that's a problem is like there's a, <laughs> it's a lot good of problem furniture. I, I think that there's that's a uh it has a bad connotation the idea of moving back right yeah. i don't, I don't right. think she moved back to cedar rapids she moved to cedar Rapids. and i'm currently in cedar rapids yes yeah moved forward to cedar rapids sure. right right yeah, I that's re- the thing. That's I a wasn't point. sure that I was going to stay, but then COVID, and I mean, sure. obviously, I that it was awful. This whole thing has sucked a lot, but it was I was in need of a break from the industry, and then the industry took a whole break it's so on its own. So, but what? So you're still working sometimes? Yeah, I do some. Um, it's called looping. It's ADR uh, for. What's ADR? Uh, additional, well, god damn, additional. Dramatic readings. No, it's some, <laughs> something recording, like additional recording or something. Okay, so. so yeah, it's it's when. Dialogue it's, recording? Additional dialogue recording? Maybe. Dispute. Dispute recording? No, wait. Alternative dispute resolution is the very first thing that happens when uh, you look up. What's no, ADR? That's, not, that's, yeah, not, that's, that's not what I do. I that's dispute. Not it. Uh, I tried to. I tried so, to like, I no, to that wasn't right. So, so, bad. so you do. So you do like voiceover work. So it, yeah, it's a really specific type of voiceover work. It's not like cartoon, but um, animated voiceover work. It's so any high budget TV or film. So like I did the Little Women film. I go into a sound studio, and there's a few other actors there, and we there's a huge screen. It's like gorgeous sound studio and mm-hmm. you watch scenes from the movie and you look at anyone who's not a principal character who's an extra pretty much sometimes it's somebody else and you have to kind of match a voice but um you look at them and you watch the scene and you think okay what could they be talking about and then you improv a scene <laughs> and and for like little women it's hard because yeah. it's period and you have to be very specific and you oh. have to sound a certain way um you can't say words like cool or you know right. things that are more That's modern dope, bro. yeah <laughs> it's getting litty in here yeah, exactly chuggy chuggy whatever yeah. <laughs> chuggy yeah look yeah. at uh, <laughs> joe is so chuggy <laughs> <laughs> he is though Let's she 
Joe. She, Joe, she's the lead. Oh, I've never Come seen, on, Alex. I, I've never seen it's it. Women? I was trying to tune in to chime in. I don't know anything about Automatic dialogue recording? There you go. There. That's it. I was trying to steal from the moment of Alex not Thank, knowing the thing. Thank yeah, you. you I, jumped in. I appreciate You're welcome, you. Alex. He doesn't sound like a dumb That's dumb. the life, yeah. the life raft. <laughs> uh, sorry, I forget that Joe is um, yeah. ambiguous. Well, it's, yeah. As far as a name. And, yeah. yeah. As far as a name goes. Josephine, I think. Is that... Joe, I think so. Yeah, it's something like that. Just not to be confused with JoJo. Get right. out, leave right, right now. now. It's the end of you and me. I'd watch that movie. It's too late with now. JoJo, JoJo is Joe. Yeah, JoJo is Joe. Um, so <laughs> wait, so that's okay. So what so, are you doing then? So you're 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 so, honing in on one character in the background, and you're just trying to match their lips, or no, you match your lips, or sometimes you don't have to. You just you improv dialogue, and then they add it in. I do a lot of like fake laughing, like for Mrs. Maisel. I've done a bunch of give episodes. Us, give us a good fake laugh. <laughs> um, no, well, that's, that's <laughs> spot. I can, I can, yeah. Like we do, like <laughs> like very, very <laughs> animated. You know, yeah. it, it and. Yeah, we do like sneezing or coughing and things weird. like weird things. See, Some of it's really weird. I would think um, they have like buttons for these things. No, well, I'm, I'm like, sure they I do. Like I swear have... I hear the same scream in I, every well, movie so, like, that that like Stormtrooper. The Wilhelm scream. Oh, ah! the, the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, that's the Wilhelm scream. Is, oh, is that what that is? It was yeah. a Super cowboy. Famous. Originally, it's a cowboy who screams. It goes all, it dates back pretty far. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know. They just know. keep reusing it to pay homage to it. Yeah. See, really? I didn't know that So I, I thought I thought everything was like a button. No. There was a sound bank. No, they have people come in, and now I can tell a lot of times where you hear people talking and you're not really seeing their voice, but something slips in. You can so tell it's in, like in a voice studio. But yeah. only studio. because you do that because job Because I now. do that job. Right. And sometimes I feel like I recognize the person's voice and oh. the, the two guys that run the loop Hey, group. that's Susie from yeah. down the street. Yeah. Down the street. <laughs> I, yeah. don't, I don't know. All of us on in, in Cedar Rapids. Or... <laughs> so, so I built myself a sound studio in the basement of the house I'm living in. And it is just a room filled with moving blankets. And I've like taped them up to the ceiling. Mm. And I've put blankets all over the ground and pillows to dampen the sound. Right. And I think it works well. It's creepy down there, though. It looks is it? like I'm going to kidnap somebody. And put them down there, and, yeah. <laughs> which you so are, so they can't hear the screams. And, right, it's yeah. a, don't mind the microphone. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, that we're we're right, amplifying exactly. those screams, but whatever. <laughs> um, so now that you're doing that, though, do you feel better? You do feel better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel. Uh, yeah, like I still like, have a foot in that world, kind of, and I'm still. How how stagnant has life felt for you since? Um. COVID took it all away. Yeah. Pretty stagnant. I I really miss New York now, and I, I, it was okay for a while, and and I needed that. What was okay for a while? Being stagnant in here. Yeah. And I just wanted to be, um, and now I'm going back to school, and I feel happy and and occupied, and I just needed something to do, something different. Yeah. I wanted to mm-hmm. find a different love of something oh yeah my whole life it was just one thing that and my whole life up until i was 17 you know which is not long at all but it was always like someday i want to be on broadway i want to do this and that and then you do it and then it's not really happening again and it's tough and yeah i think i really put so much in that which you have to but i also what else did i like i didn't really like anything else Mm -hmm. i wasn't doing anything else i wasn't really interested in much else so no you i mean i think everybody here knew that 
your calling mm-hmm. was was doing theater for the rest of your life. It always seemed that way. It did, and I thought it. I mean, I thought so, but then I spent a lot of time being sad in New York and yeah. and not doing it. And then I would do a show and be. It was the time of my life. It was such a high, and then it was such a low. And I don't know if it was. It was worth it, but to continue that life. I was I was afraid of being, you know, 40 and going and sitting in auditions not knowing what my next job would be yep. and I was just like I don't want to I don't want to do that. It's okay for people to do that, of course, but I really didn't I was so afraid of that. Yeah. And that yeah. So um um I think that's super valid and that's that's really wise of you to be looking towards the future and being like, mm-hmm. okay, let's let's actually take a step back and look at what my life is going to look like on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. if I continue doing this. And man, the drive it takes to be an actor forever. Forever, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, because, you, you know, only a small percentage of people know it, like what their next job is going to be. Yeah. And, right, that's that's as difficult as getting into the NFL. Right. I mean, um. If your NFL contract was a month, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or like a, a day yeah. on the like, when well, I was a lot like of those guys are on a TV yeah. show. Yeah. It was like a day. But in the NFL, they it's usually multi-million-dollar contracts. Even if it is for only one season, it's like I guess at least I've got money I, saved up. I was yeah. I was mainly saying how it's, difficult it's it is so to difficult. do. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, also, they wear helmets in football. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, um, oh. Alex, that's so wrong. Yeah. Uh, did um, you know they also wear shoulder pads? They can't sing. Alex, have you ever heard an NFL player sing? I it's have. Awful. Um, What's his name? Sings on the nationwide commercials. Peyton Manning. Jake? Oh no, that's oh Ford. no. <laughs> Peyton Manning is not a good singer. Is it Peyton? Nationwide yeah. is on, on your side. side. Uh, not a sponsor. That actually reminded me of something. Uh, well, I make TikTok videos, uh-huh. and at one point, I was like on top of the world. I, I had like three videos in a row get million um, over a million views, really? jumped up in followers over a hundred thousand. I was like, I made it, and then I take a slight break, like I don't know yeah. what I'm gonna post next because yep. I get scared. Three days pass, so then I'm like, oh, I have to post something. Post it, and it's, a thousand views, right? And, and then and, your whole self worth is tied up in this one. Yeah, thing. And yep. it's like, did I already miss? Did, did uh, well, was I on track to become like viral like other people? Right. Was I going to consistently get a million if I would have kept uploading? And now I'm just sitting here like. Did I miss it? Yeah. Is it all ruined now? So, right. So, so is, is that is that part of the reason you got off social media, Catherine? Uh, no. Um, well, I deleted my Facebook. And if anyone was Facebook friends with me, I didn't block you. Um, <laughs> I just deleted it. I, no, I, I mean, I just am not a big... S- poster i'm too <laughs> me neither i'm too in my own head like people are gonna think this is dumb or my caption is gonna sound stupid i'm gonna and i always was like that even as a kid i couldn't write in my own diary because i would look back and be like you're so stupid why did you say <laughs> oh, that man. and it was just like yeah that's not it's hard it's hard and you're constantly con- critiquing yourself and, yeah, yeah and so with social media i i mean i'll post every like five six months a picture on my instagram but um no, I deleted my Facebook because somebody posted a really bad picture of me, and I was like, "Okay, time to go." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I was asking if it's like some deeper connotation. No, it was just like what's, I had. Yeah. What's the core of you deleting I, Facebook? Not just like, untagging yourself. She's just no, like, just shut it all down. One bad picture. It's done. There was one too many chins. Yes, exactly. And it's just, that was they, it. It was like, wow, I thought I looked cute that day. Nope. Did not. I'm sure you did look cute that okay. day. I probably did in person, but it's one of those things. Was like, is that what I look like? 
And oh, so, um, see, I'm gonna laugh if it just wasn't even you. Yeah, you know, it was. <laughs> that's that's the funny that's the funny thing I think about like these when I when I get self conscious about pictures and I'm like, oh, is that what I look like in that picture? At some point in the day, somebody saw me looking exactly like that. You know, like I'll Do like you, uh, get yeah. my chins in, <laughs> and like even though my pictures are all from a good angle, and and I can and I can maybe go through and put a filter on it that clears off my skin a little bit. You're, there's no getting around it. You look how you look, and yeah. well, you're, you're all beautiful. You know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if our perceptions of ourselves are way harsher than probably other people are. A hundred percent. Are you kidding? I do like a visual. I go down my oh, whole body yeah. as I look down. Like, hey, where's my gut sticking out? Uh, do I have a man boob sticking mm-hmm. out? Uh, is how many chins do I have? Right. You know. Uh, yeah. It's 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 all. It's, it's all it's so terrible. It's so. King unhealthy. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, and because guess what? I look at other people's pictures who would be probably so much more critical of themselves than I right. am, and I don't think anything of it. Right, and and that's kind of I everyone only, does that. And I, everyone knows right. that that's happening, oh, yeah. but you still can't get out of that I, headspace of like. You know what? I got called out um, not too long ago. I won't say who said this to me, because but I was like, um, we were we were we were doing something, and I was like, and I asked, I was like, do I look fat? And do I look fat in this shirt? And I was like adjusting myself. And then the person I was with was like, dude, I really wish you'd stop saying that Mm -hmm. because I am definitely fatter than you. And every time that you ask if you look fat, I think about how fat I am. Mm -hmm. And, and I was like, shit, you know, right. I didn't think about that. I wasn't thinking about anybody else. I was only thinking about About myself. Yeah. So I have since that note came about in my life, Mm -hmm. I have started, I have really made an effort to not say, do I look fat? Uh, how do I look? Does this, you know. And you probably feel a lot better about yourself if you. It has definitely helped. It's a great thing to not have in my vocabulary. Yeah. Because it was a day to day thing. Is this shirt too tight? Am I too, oh, am I, I fat for this? Right. You know. Um, I mean, and, and being like in the auditions in New York, I'd be like, if my thighs were thinner, I'd get this part. You know, like, or oh, something like I didn't that. Think I'd be sick. Oh, all oh, the yeah, time. It's if my if thighs I, were thinner. Yeah. Really? Like, I mean, girls, you know, a lot of obviously actresses are very thin mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and I was very thin but at the time I was like I'm so much bigger than everyone here and it's so you unhealthy. are a very thin person and and that's so bad and, you know yeah and if you were a very thick person you would still get work and be amazing because you're incredible <laughs> thank you you know what I mean, I mean I, yeah I hope there's at more the end space of the day. for people that are you know not obviously the standard right of, Mm-hmm. The unhealth. Well, I think I think the whole world is kind of sick of that and sick of everybody being held to such a high standard, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> we're all lowering the standards together. Yeah. <laughs> Drop them down is definitely the worst way to say that. Um, uh, Jake, how are we doing on time right now? Am I am I going over? Uh, you're at fifty minutes. No. Wow. Gosh, this has been a delight. Yeah. This this time has flown by. I don't want it to be over. I don't either, and that's Wait, why okay, we're gonna have to have you come back. Tell me your like original fear as a kid um that's a good one jackson do you know mine or yours <laughs> do you know mine yeah. <laughs> I, don't know yours. Okay. I know yours alex uh as a kid yeah i think drowning yeah i mean oh, yeah bad. it's always yeah. drowning's pretty bad for me uh so we did a test recording of this show mm-hmm. and the 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 topic was fear but this was months ago when we had no, we didn't even know what the show was called <laughs> did yet you, did your thing change does your fear change over the course of a few months? Oh no, no, no! My fear is oh. the same. It's, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm, it's just funny to like talk about this with you on a podcast again because we have already, but it never yeah. got released. Exactly. And I'm just kind of getting meta right now. 
Um, You're breaking the fourth wall. I am sorry. How could you? So at that point, the show was still called uh, Stuck in Iowa. <gasps> no, I think it was that was right when we started One Word because we picked the word. Oh, it the was word fear. was fear. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. we had just you're picked the name. You're right, you're right. One Word Stories. But anyway, yeah, I got a fear of drowning because one time we were, um, I was hanging out with our all of our mutual friend, Nick, Nick Barker. Barker. Hi, we Nick. were at, uh, <laughs> we were in his neighbors from across the streets above ground pool mm-hmm. and uh, Sam and Ben and they were, I was always a, wow. a chunky kid. Do you remember Sam and Ben? I do. That's a name. Those are names I have not thought about in a long time. Isn't that wild? Um, so, so we were, I was always heavier than the other kids as a kid and they were having a lot of fun. The The ladder that you climb out of the pool in, uh-huh. they would swim underwater, go behind the ladder and swim through the, the oh, hole. Oh no, did, did you get stuck? Okay. So I, I Winnie the Pooed, <laughs> you know, uh-huh, leaving no. Rabbit's house. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I uh I I went down and, and I did and I got lodged in and, and I was stuck underwater and like squirmed really hard and and I panicked and then I couldn't go through so I had to like go back go backwards. Yeah. And but the thing is backwards was the wall. So like I was I was caught like you That's know really in between scary. it was it was terrifying. And I was probably like seven, eight years yeah. old, I don't know, maybe six. I was little. No, I had to be like twelve. Dude, I had, I don't know. That's a big difference. I know. But. I'm thinking of what house Nick was at and how old I was when he lived at these houses in my head. So, because like as kids, I feel like we move a lot as kids. He His parents had three houses throughout our childhood. So he was at the second house. So I was yes. like 12. <laughs> so I don't really know. Anyway, um, um, yeah, that happened. I got out of the pool and nobody was... Nobody knew what had just gone through my head, so nobody was, like, reacting, like, oh, my God, are you okay? We're yeah. just going about the, their business again. And that was, like, one of three times that I almost drowned as a kid, and nobody reacted in the way that I needed to react. We can, I guess we can talk about that really quick. It's okay if this episode's a little long. Okay. Uh, the other time was when I was in Puerto Rico, and my brother David was out in, in the ocean, and... Um, we were walking along the beach, and we didn't know that there was a big drop-off in the sand underneath. Mm-hmm. So we're walking along the water. We're probably, you know, 15, 20 feet out into the ocean. And then the the floor just gives out as we're walking, and we fall into this huge deep end. And we went to this place specifically because the waves were pretty good, because we liked swimming around in waves. And um, this was actually at a time in my life where I thought I could control the waves. I thought I had <laughs> magical water powers, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, but... I obviously did not have control over these waves because they were almost going to kill me. So David falls in, and you were just I, too strong. I was too right. That's so what it was. I I went and grabbed David and I put him on my shoulders and I start walking towards the the beach mm-hmm. to back to my parents who are just like standing out there waiting for us. And I've got David's head above the water and my I'm like just my mouth is like above the water barely and you know waves I'm constantly going under and we get to the to the end of the beach we get to my parents and you know lift them out and whatever and they're like hey guys ready to go home I'm like you know I almost drowned uh-huh. and I just remember the reaction not being what I needed it to be yeah because <laughs> I was freaking out and I needed to be consoled because even though I was the oldest brother and I had my my little brother on my shoulders who needed to be you held. You were the hero. I, but I was also fragile. Right. And I was a child and I needed comforting in that moment and I don't think I got it. Because <laughs> I, I don't think the adults in the situation, this time my parents, were were fully aware of how Traumatic d- and dangerous scary. and scary that yeah. yeah that really was. Mm-hmm. you know. And then there was a different time, which is my at my... my at a pool in a backyard where I did the same thing. I was, I, somebody was 
Stop swimming behind those I stairs. I know, right? You need to learn from your mistakes. Well, no, it was it was David was um, d- drowning or something, and I was trying to lift him out of the water, and I was getting pushed down while I put lift him lifted him out, and then parents grabbed him, and, and not and, you. Actually, I feel like it was Dylan. It wasn't David. It was, I think it was my cousin Dylan. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, nobody was freaking out, and I like almost drowned, but nobody nobody blinked an eye. Aww. You know, I'm sorry. So, so drowning is a big fear, and then the ring happened. The movie, yeah. the ring, and I always feared falling down a well and drowning down yep. there with like a. a I always thought my hair was going to get caught in the drain of the deep end, oh. and I would get stuck down there. Forever. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. People said that you, like oh, yeah. the 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 ring in your shorts in your mm-hmm. swim trunks yeah. could get caught in those oh, things. Like, Final mm-hmm. destination. Oh, yep. Oh, it happened yeah. in the Final destination oh. movie. That's why it became pretty popular. Wait, it probably happened around when wh- you guys were. Yes. Wouldn't yep. Wouldn't you just take off your. Exactly. You like, I think that now, but as a kid, I probably would have just died. I'd be like, well, yeah, I'm not I'm going not up naked. naked. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I guess I'm dead guess now. I'm dead. So, well, well, Jackson, oh, well. fill me in. Oh, man. um, Being alone. Oh, wow. That's really, as a child. As a child, that was wow. my biggest fear. Now I feel like mine not, is, well, mine is very really shallow. Not no pun intended. <laughs> not like being alone in my room alone, but like... Alone, alone, mm-hmm. like with alone. no one. Alone, alone. Um, that's a SpongeBob just reference. Yes. Complete, utter loneliness. You mean, okay. Not like ending up alone. No, like literally having no one. Like no one being on the earth, and you just sitting. No, 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 no. Like me not having anyone. Any like friends? No mom, no dad, no one. Just mm-hmm. the fear of having no one to go to. Or be with, or talk I'll to. I'll always be here. Man, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I like will you. also always oh, be thanks. here for you, Jackson. Yeah. It terrified me. Uh, J- Jackson's always been a little bit more of a deep thinker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Mine is uh, not. We're like, no. I'm scared of clowns. No, yeah. No, Jackson's I was, like, I was terrified. Global warming. Oh, I mean, yes. Too. That too. <laughs> I mean, that honestly, did... things that I have no control over. Uh huh. Because, like, I can't stop that. I can't stop global warming. You could recycle you? more. Yeah. I mean, I Jackson. Try. Jeez, Jackson. If Jackson just recycled more, <laughs> this right. planet would be <laughs> we could, so much yeah. better. It's all, it's all we could my fix fault. this I'm whole so thing. Um, t- wait, so mine um, is poltergeist. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say, did we go over yours, Catherine? I feel like we talked about it a little me. bit, but well, we talked about it before. About, I do value you and your fears. Thank you. For the record, the thank stage you. is yours. Um, yeah. When I was seven, I think my dad was watching Poltergeist. And he's like, Kathy, come they're here, watch here. this. Yeah, they're back. They're back. Um, really? It's that? Yeah, I think so. No, it's they're here. Um, Jake, Jake, look it up. Is it they're here or they're back from Poltergeist? Sorry, continue so, your story. So anyways, he's like, come watch this. I was like, okay. I was sit- we sat there and I watched about half of it and I was so scared. Um, and <laughs> so I went upstairs to lay in my parents' bed with my mom my dad comes upstairs and turns it on the TV there. We watch the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but joke's on him. I didn't sleep in my own room for three years. Yeah. Three like that, dad. whole years. Hope you enjoyed Poltergeist, yeah. Chuck. <laughs> well, I, my brother Grant had a bunk bed, so I just slept in there. But other, there was a lot of crying, and I was scared. But also my room was in the whole attic of the house. It was a beautiful room, and it was so wasted on such was, a fearful um, child, <laughs> but we had bats. I mean, I remember waking up to the <gasps> of the wings flip, like flying around in my room. room. Oh, in my that's room. terrifying. That yeah, is yeah, but poltergeists are way scarier. Uh, way scarier. They are in, in theory, yes, yeah. but the 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 mm-hmm. 
actual danger is. We had a lot of bats in our house growing up. Wow. That is, I mean, that is scary. Yeah. It was always a big moment when we had a bat in the house. Yeah. Everybody scrambling around <laughs> with a garbage bag they're trying kinda, to They're kind of cute. They are cute now. Real I really cute. think they're cute yeah. now. And We had one in my basement and Jennifer freaked out. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, there's a bat. And so she was like going down there in like oven mitts with like a... a broom to like swat it and i went down there and it was like this big yeah they're little they can yeah. fit through a hole like the size of a thumb yeah it just stuck squeezing. stuck on our brick wall and was just fuzzy wow. and cute and just sleeping and it looked at me when i came down with my little thing to catch it he just kind of looked at me and blinked a couple times and i just went i'm gonna put you in here bud yeah but you have to it. i think you have to take them pretty far away or they'll come right back yeah because they they're like mice remember mm-hmm. um oh but then you're taking them away from their family Oh no! No, there what was no family there. What is it? Stella Luna was the bat. the 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 story and, of the bat. Um, remember? Uh, no. The children's book about the bat. I don't remember that one. My first thought is the bat from Anastasia. Oh, Bartok or something. Yeah, Bartok. Yeah. Give her uh, a yeah and a hi yeah and a hi yeah. And then I kick her, sir. Sir. Wow. I do not remember anything about that movie. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good movie. Christopher Lloyd was the villain. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rasputin. Rasputin. Doc from. Back to the Future. Yep. That's good, All right. That's a good movie. We covered quite a bit today. Did we? It also I, was They're Here. It is? They're Here. Yes. I just blocked it out. I was so scared. <laughs> well, so it's funny you say that about Poltergeist because I was seven when my parents showed me The Sixth Sense, uh-huh. M. Night Shyamalan. I see dead people. I auditioned for him. I had a callback with him. And that's probably one of the scariest, most nerve-wracking what? auditions I with, had. With Shyamalan? Yeah. And I was... Oh my God, I was so scared. I remember pacing around like it was like 7th Avenue. Just like, oh my God, okay, you're going to go in there. It's not a big deal. He's going to be nice. And he was really nice. Yeah. I didn't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> the twist was, he, uh, you're you not getting get the, the part. part. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, looking at his uh, at his filmography now, probably for the best. But yeah. all successful. That's all a check. That's yeah. valid. You know, those residuals from M. Night Shyamalan movies, no matter how well they do. I did, no a, I well did an ADR do. or a looping job for Glass. Um, oh really? I did you... a lot of screaming on that. A lot of screaming. Oh, I still need to see that yeah. movie. When yeah. I watch it, I'll listen for your screams. The girls in the van, like pounding on, they're like kidnapped by somebody. I don't know. Oh god, yep. you're gonna... yeah. Knowing and... that your voice is in the background of these movies is just gonna ruin them all for me. Yeah, it takes me out of it. Okay, sorry. I won't... G- Glass, Sorry. Glass was great. But Actually, I'm... I love that whole trilogy. Yeah. Split was so good. That was the one I had a call Split. for. Yeah. Oh, Split was Split. very good. Everyone loves Split, but Glass got mixed reviews. I, I like I like Glass. Shyamalan, if you're listening. Good. I liked it. Stay away from what, things like What did you old. call him? Shyamalaman. M. Night Shyamalaman. M. Night Shyamalan. Canceled. Sh- you're canceled Shaman? now. <laughs> if, if you're listening, stay away from things like old. Old bad. Oh, Stick. did you see that? It's, yes. Isn't, I didn't that's see the it. new movie, though, it right? Felt like, <laughs> old felt like they came up with the twist first and then made they the had movie. To make, Ooh, they might, he might the twist do was that. okay. I like the twist, actually. Yeah, but it, but mm, that's a bad movie. Bad acting, man. This is the lines. second time in One Word Story's history that this show has devolved into M. Night Shyamalan trivia. Because really? did oh, you guys happen more. Well, we talked about this a few episodes ago, but I, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys know this, but M. Night Shyamalan did the screenplay for Stuart Little. I did oh. know that, yes. Oh, yeah. Which is random <laughs> as hell, but we're that we're definitely not going to get into that today. That's the first twist. Um, Jake, play that outro music for me, please. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to One Word Stories. Uh, I've been Alex Schulte, and I've been joined by You've Jackson Parker for this, for this hour. <laughs> Who knows what I'm going to be? <laughs> Who knows what I'm going to be? So, uh... <laughs> Yes, we were joined. Catherine, thank you so much for... Thanks for obliging my wish to be on your podcast. I I am so happy that you texted me asking to come on. Will you please come back? Maybe. No, I won't. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) That was about to be... 
really this awkward for sucked. me. No, I'm kidding. I loved it. Uh, I can't wait to find out what's what's on your next weird ask. If it's all blue M and M's, okay. if it's more Jackson. Yeah, I like Jackson being here. Oh, he was thanks. my. I also like Jackson being here. He was here. my security blanket. My goal is to get right. you on Myths of Myria next. Is that a thing? That's uh, the Dungeons and Dragons. That's our podcast. Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh. And also not to jump the gun too much on this announcement, but Jackson's also the host of our video game podcast right. coming out called Gaming Through the Generations. We've oh, cool. not started releasing that yet, but... It's me and me and your boy Craig. Craig Johnson. I like graphic Craig. designer. Um, so, if you like this show, please go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. I need that five-star review so more people can hear about this. Also, subscribe to LAS Plus. We would love for you to help us support local creators. You can go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus for all of that information. New episodes of One Word Stories every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your shows. Any other plugs you want to make? Oh, um, I'm going to do... Well, I don't know when this is going to come out. Uh, uh, Wednesday. This Wednesday? Yeah. Anyways, I'm no, going to sing next Wednesday. at Bruce Moore with Bruce Moore Orchestra, <gasps> September 18th. Yeah, Rogers oh. and Hammerstein, baby. This comes out before then, so All perfect. Right. Go yeah. get tickets right now to Bruce Moore. You can go to brucemore.org for yeah. that. Or Orchestra Iowa, one of them. Either one. Yeah. Or both. Or both. Get two Just sets of tickets at each website. Support both yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you both so much for sharing your time with me. I love seeing you both, as love always. You love you. All right. Uh, this so has uh, been a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll talk to you all next week. Mango Mustache Media.